Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tripod. Hope you've had a lovely week. And I hope you've not broken your New Year resolution. I mean, we all promised to do things this year. I mean, I did. I've broken like one, but I mean, I'm human. But I hope you haven't because I am going to restart. If you break, you can always start again. So uh, last week was fun. We talked about, you know, social media. We recap everything. And this week, still on the matter of social media, we have something amazing. Sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. Okay, I want to introduce the person who has been on this seat for a while. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think I would ever host it, but now I am hosting it. I'm sure you guys all know her. And if this is your first podcast, well, then I want to introduce to you, Dalia Akaine. And she's really awesome. She's one of the most wonderful polymaths I've met yet. And I can't really tell you all, all of you about her. So please, Dalia, Hi. tell us about you. Hi, Shama. Hi. <laughs> You know, it's funny. I didn't think about the fact that this is the first time you are hosting. It just kind of, uh, it was okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I think you're doing an amazing job, right? It's fine. Um, yeah, you, you can calm yourself down, you know, release all those external energies. And yeah, for everyone listening right now, I'm sure they're like, who is this person? You know, they've probably, they've, they've probably heard your voice before in the last, um, if you haven't listened to the last episode on Tripod, please do yourself a favor and go and listen to it. We uncovered all the predictions um, for 2022 based on what we had in 2021. So if you're thinking about social media marketing in 2022, you definitely do not want to miss that episode. But yeah, like Shama rightly said, ah, oh, New Year prediction. I don't want to talk about New Year resolutions. <laughs> it's a very, oh, I, don't, I don't want to talk about it, no. There's, there's a lot that's going on there. I mean, it's only been like, you know, what? How long have we gone into the new year? And it's, um, it's just been two weeks. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. No, no bones broken. No harm done. We're good. We're good. All right. Um, thank you so much for that introduction, Shama. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm not going to stress so much because I have a very lovely host. And I believe in you, Shama, so much. So please ride on. I'm here working with you yeah yes thank you i actually feel much calmer now yes i actually feel much calmer now okay now moving on to today's um episode okay so i have a friend and he has been trying to push his piece okay this is let me just i know a lot of you know when you say you have a friend on radio all mm-hmm. the uh, listeners say ah you're talking about yourself you're talking about <laughs> yourself. so this is actually a friend it's a real person it's not it's not you Sha. it's not you don't worry i believe you i believe you i believe you yeah he has um, he does he handles a small freelance business okay it's not small it's key but he has been trying to expand to get more clients. He has tried to earn in dollars. Let me just tell you the truth. He has been trying That's to earn in dollars cool. because of it's right. <laughs> and and of course, one way to do that is digitally. And he has been he tried he tried to get a website, but it was too heavy for him. And um, we talked about social media. However, he has not been able to you know push it out there. Yeah, and actually, he listened to the la- yeah. Yeah, he hasn't, you know, yeah, he's been there, he has been doing things, but it's kind of where he doesn't know how to go about it. It's just too much. You know how all these introverts are now. So, mm-hmm. um, Shots fired. So, which led me. <laughs> <laughs> 
which which led me to this topic, uh, which is the ultimate guide to social media, social media marketing. Yes, the ultimate guide. We're talking about hacks, everything. That's today's topic. That's what we're here to talk about. So he's listening now, and I told him that today would we'll, we'll take care of his problem. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, so let me just let me just um, give uh, the run up to social media. Of course, we talked about social media last week. I mean, yeah. it's a it's a, it's a is a machine that connects people our current age now like this if you're not on social media it's you're actually doing something wrong because that's where everyone is at they're actually lost <laughs> to find you yes come yes um there's a lockdown there, there was a lockdown and that you know puts a lot of people on social media people are more aware we have people joining twitter you know all of that mm-hmm. but however you know and now when people started their personal businesses yeah. you now have sellers and buyers already on social media but yeah. then there's always some sort of break because it's new. A lot of people are wondering, how does this beast move? Mm-hmm. So yes, today, I just want to, so today we're going to talk about, you know, how to hack it. So social I know you know, I know you know a lot of things. Wow. Yes, social media hacking. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're talking about. So Daria, can you tell us like, what do you do? How do you do it? What's a step that you use? I, I like that we're talking about hacking, really. And be, because when you think about hacking, it's not just like, okay, social media strategies or tips or stuff like that. Because those things, I feel they take a while. You know, when someone is teaching you something and they're like, don't expect miracles overnight to like, it's not going to happen that way. But when you think of hacking, yeah. hacking is very fast growth. You are very specific. I don't want to sleep here. I want really fast growth, you know, how can I get the, you know, quickest, how can I begin to see results on social media as quick as possible? So when I think of social media hacking, really, that's where my mind is going to. And it's a very interesting topic because, you know, I have done marketing on a global scale. And one thing I have realized is that a lot of things that work for the majority of, I would say most countries. I've worked with people mostly in Europe. I've worked with people in the US and Canada and all these other different countries. But when it comes to Nigeria, hmm. <laughs> Nigeria is a very special place, believe me. Like I just had to, you know, put that out there. And especially when it comes to social media marketing, our own you know, the strategies that you may use or that may work for you in certain other places, it's mm-hmm. just, it, just, it doesn't work just, It doesn't work here, right? So, but anyways, that's why we're talking about this. That's why your friend yes. is listening right now because he's like, yes, I'm in Nigeria. How do I hack this thing called social media and begin to get... And I just want to specify right off the bat that what we're going to be talking about today is especially for people, for business owners, for people that are social media managers. It's not just if you want to use social media for fun, it's more about marketing and sales on social media. So with that being said, my very first, I would say growth hacking strategy would be offer bonuses and giveaways now there is if there's anything look i can't even i can't even joke i can't even joke with this if there is anything you know about this country or that you should know about this country is that we like our roof my god Ah, you can never 
in fact, you, we can never get enough of it. I'm telling you right now, like no matter how many giveaways you think you are doing, it's not even enough. So don't even, <laughs> don't even think about it, right? But yes, for any brand, for any company, for any business that's trying to really hack, like growth hacking really quickly on social media, you want to consider things like bonuses. You want to consider things like giveaways, not in a way of, I just want to literally give out all my profits to everybody. You are not Robin Hood, but more of mm. you understand that people like free. It may not even literally be free, right? But you can make it look free. I mean, business owners that are listening to me right now, they understand what I'm saying. <laughs> it doesn't have to <laughs> actually be free, right? But you can make it free. Something costs 5,000 Naira and then the delivery is 1,000 Naira. I can make that thing 6,000 Naira and offer you free delivery, right? People mm. love that and be like, oh my God, yeah, you know, I don't have to, in your mind, your brain is already telling you that you have won because you don't have to pay for delivery. So just think about how can you kind of put in something that makes it look like your customers are getting a wolf. Because if you are just there every single day, you're talking about come and buy this, this cost this amount, this cost this amount, and you are not giving back to your audience in any way, there may, a few people may buy from you, but really you would not get that attraction. You will not get that growth that you need. So like I said, my very first growth hacking strategy, and it's very good for attraction because once people see the word free, they're already drawn to you. Once Nigerians, it's like, I don't know, it's, it's just drags our attention. Our eyes can go through any other way. When we see free, we stop and we're like, what is going on? How I want something free, right? So that's my very mm -hmm. first strategy. Offer bonuses and giveaways. No matter what service, no matter what product, think about how you can give something out, right? I remember I have bought hair care products before and they put like pieces of sweets. Like, do you understand? Gum. <laughs> 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 and I, I, like it was so funny i'm not even joking like well i've forgotten the name right now but i think it was milkos or something in school, right it was so funny i bought hair care products i'm not even joking and they sent me sweets and i'm like okay this this makes a lot of sense and i won't lie to you that thing made me very happy i mean <laughs> I, I was very glad i don't know when last i just woke up by myself and just went out to buy sweets am i mad no but yeah. i'm just <laughs> but that made me very happy and i took it and i felt really good and my brain subconsciously this is what happens right subconsciously my brain is already thinking about the next thing i can buy from them so that they send me free sweets you can imagine. Now, mm. this is just consumer behavior, and it's very natural with Nigerians. So, yes, you want to think about going that extra mile and giving your clients or customers some kind of bonus or some kind of value so that you continue to grow on social media. That makes sense? Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we are talking about a hair brand now that <laughs> gave you sweets. I don't know about them because they gave you sweets. So that, it's already working. It's working. That's what they wanted. And I mean, let me ask, how long was this? Can you remember how long? This was last year, I think like November or October. I mean, I, I mean last year. 
I, you know, you and, and I'm very sure next year you talk about this switch. Would you ever? I'm, I'm definitely. I'm already thinking about buying something yeah. from them, right? It doesn't, and that's one thing that a lot of people <laughs> think that it has to be. Maybe that's why I said you don't have to empty the bank because you want to do a giveaway or because you want to give out a bonus. It can just hmm. be something really small. It's hmm. the effort that hmm. counts, right? It's yes. just something really small like that. And then I just remembered something. There was a lady I bought. I think we ordered this, you know, the holidays that just passed. I remember that we ordered, I think it was like we bought um, small chops. Yes, I remember we bought like how many packs of small chops because we had a birthday and all of that. And this lady attached a very small cake, but like it was free. Oh, it was like it was the coolest oh. thing ever. Like she just wanted to, because it was the first time we're buying from her, and she just wanted to really make that impression. It wasn't a big cake, right? It, it didn't even have like any icing or anything. It was just like just an empty cake. But it was a lot. It meant a lot, right? Just to feel that she put in that extra effort to make sure that you know we remember her and the next time. I'm thinking about an event, you can definitely bet that I would want to buy it from her because who doesn't want free? Like, I want free cake. I want that one free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Hmm. Well, okay. So um, I hope you are listening. Just um, give freebies. <laughs> Everyone, that's that's number one. Well, um, and let me let, let me just um, say number two, stay on top of trends. Yeah, I learned this last week in our podcast. You know, we talked about those trends. I think we, we talked about how in 2022, these trends are not going to die out. They are going to, you know, they're just going to get bigger as um, businesses use them, they'll get better and they'll be more perfected. So yeah, staying on trends is good because everyone follows the trend, right? Yeah. Whenever something just, um, whenever something is popular, everyone is looking at it. Mm -hmm. And if you can put your brand or join that with your brand, create content around it, you would actually gain a lot more awareness and people will follow you. I'm thinking of that something huge skit uh, of last year. <laughs> yeah. Where, people jumped on that something huge is coming. I think even up until now, people are still saying that something huge is coming. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I said it before yesterday. <laughs> because, you know, the, the January has started. So I was just told man, something huge is coming this weekend. I can't yeah, feel it. absolutely. Right? <laughs> Yes, I guess I had, I had all my financial apps like Rise Vest. They were always sending me emails that, do you want something who should come for you in the future? Invest now. And I was like, already? It doesn't take two days. <laughs> and they, I remember those They know what's now. up. They know what's up, really. So, yeah. And um, see, the thing is, trends would never go out of fashion. As long as we humans have this, you know, communal living, which, you know, social media has made easier i mean from the from your room you'll be a part of like can be part of a hundred communities and whenever a trend comes you know it sweeps so as a brand even if you don't get this one even if you've not been doing it before i know the next one don't miss out i get you do you, do you have anything to add earlier yeah that that's very true and really when i think about trends you want to be very specific to your niche like don't just because as much as i love trends there are certain trends like just like you said piggy vest i think that is a perfect example of a brand that can jump on that something huge is coming right because literally we're talking about money right so yes something huge can <laughs> yes, be yeah, about money. yes so you know just 
as much as possible, there are certain trends that may not relate to your industry as a whole. It doesn't mean that, believe me, except you're not True. doing your own homework, there will always be a trend in your industry that you can hop on. Always, 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 you know, be a trend. And then when it comes to trends generally, just like you said, you know, last week we were talking about things that worked, things that didn't work make sure that you are not reinventing the wheel because i think that's something that we spoke about also when it comes to trends if you yes, notice yes, yes. it if you notice something has worked well right if there's a trend that did really well why on earth are you looking for new strategies because that's one thing people think is that oh they have to every single day one new strategy can i do one new tactic can i use this 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 but you've tried something and it worked really well for you who said that you can't use it again I mean, people reuse their content, right? You've heard of um, content repurposing. People reuse yeah. their videos. People reuse their photographs. Why can't you reuse your strategy? So please, if you are hopping on trends, if you need to reuse it, please reuse your trends, right? The only situation yeah. or the only case where I would say don't reuse it is if it's like really old and we're already tired and like, oh. <laughs> Which you can always do a throwback when the throwback trend comes again. Exactly. I would love to see people do a throwback of those electronic men. Do you know the electronic men I'm talking about? Oh my God. Uh, I think, I, think I, I was probably... Oh! Yeah, okay, yes, 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 yes. I need to everybody. do a throwback. I would love to see those men again. I've missed them. I really feel like I've missed them. Like that was the golden age of trends. I'm telling yeah. you. Was it, was, it, was the start, it was the start of the lockdown. You it know, was people, start of 2020. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it lasted well over six months. I mean, that is the trend. <sighs> it didn't seem like it was even going anywhere because it was like three months have passed, four months have passed. And then we started seeing new variations of the videos. You know, there was the first one where they were just entering. And then we started seeing the ones where they were dancing on the ground and then different, we're like, okay, like these <laughs> men have come to stay. <laughs> and you know, people were using them so creatively. Like when this bad yeah. thing happens to you, when you try to just jump into an ocean and kill yourself. And it was now like, these men are already waiting for you. You know, you know that's like real where they'll just stand and they'll just be looking at you like, go and do yourself while waiting, while waiting for you. Yeah, <laughs> it was so, funny, yeah. Right? so yeah, absolutely. Just like Shama rightly mentioned, I didn't even think about that. That's really brilliant. Even if a trend has passed, you can still do like a throwback or something like that that just brings it back, makes people remember, makes people laugh about it. And it can still bring that audience to your business. So that's very, very important. Yeah, 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 yeah. All, all these points are really, really solid. So then note two, stay on top of trends and always and try to repurpose and you know do some throwbacks because nostalgia plays a big role okay so what's the next one that my friend can do dalia what do you think is the next one i can use to hack social media i i, I like i don't know i like the idea of saying hack <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it just sounds so fun thinking about hiking but anyways anyways let's talk about social media well as a programmer that you are now I know 
I know. A lot of people don't know that. So no, let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, one day we'll talk about it. One day. One day. I, I, think one I, will day, like I agree. Yeah. But not, not today. Not today. For now, not let's today. talk about social media. Now, how do you hack yeah. your social media, especially for Nigeria? Now, this is something that I see so many times and it's now almost beginning to offend me. I'm telling you because I don't know who it works for and why and how exactly it works and why we keep doing it. And this is it. We complicate the sales process so much. Now, I'm going to tell you something that you probably don't want to hear. And when I say don't want mm -hmm. to hear because you don't want to do the work. Nigerians like things as simple as possible. And when you make it as simple as mm. possible, make it even simpler, right? Raise your hands if you have created this very beautiful social media graphic and you say, this is the product, X amount is the price. This is exactly, exactly how you buy this thing. And somebody will just go to the comment and say, please, how much is it? like i've seen that a lot it, it's just it's mad like it's almost crazy because they're like it's right there in front of you that just goes to show you how much nigerians love it when you simplify the process for them please mm. stop this whole x no refunds x mm. no returns x no this i don't know who taught people that thing like if there's some i don't know strategy somewhere putting out a course that is telling people to put x on their this thing and say no refunds and all those things it's very complicated or some people will tell you to go to one link in bio and the link in bio is missing or some people will tell you like there's just there's so much that goes into just okay i just want to buy something right i wow. think so mm -hmm. far the people that have made the best use when it comes to simplifying is people that do orders through WhatsApp. You cannot oh, get Oh, yeah. You cannot yeah, get Yeah, it's true. Matter of just come to my WhatsApp. If you need to send me a picture, if you need to send me a message, it's very straightforward. But then we live in, you know, the digital age. A lot of people have online shops. A lot of people have websites. Right. So mm -hmm. you may also be selling through these different mediums, but no matter what, simplify the process. I can tell you right now that more than 50 percent of your potential clients or customers are going to drop off simply because they feel it's complicated. I'm telling you, I've seen it happen in reality. Like I've put out so yeah. many products and people, you, you can see that people start the process. Maybe they click on the link or something and then they just get to one point and then you see a massive drop off. Something is mm. wrong there, right? Something is wrong there. You need to go into that place and say, okay, what is complicated here? How do I simplify it? How many steps? A good question for every business owner to ask themselves. How many steps does my potential client have to take before they can buy something from me, right? In the marketing world, you would call it touch points, but let's just be real. It's just like steps, right? Is it a matter of just like we talked about, you know, WhatsApp selling or buying? If it's WhatsApp, all they need to do is click on the link in your bio and then place their order, like that's it. And then you, maybe you send them um, account details and then they make payments. It took me a really long time to come to terms with the fact that Nigerians prefer transfer over entering their credit card details online. 
it took me a really long time to come to terms with that fact because you know i'm a very oh. I'm, a, I'm a developer i'm a very technical person i prefer websites over just sending someone you know account details it's, it's, it's actually account. easier just yeah but just it's actually easier you do you understand <laughs> so a lot of people would rather just be like just send me the account details i'll transfer it then I have to go to a website and enter my bank details, like my ATM details and all of that. And it then has to come back, you know, so it can, it can get quite, you know, complicated sometimes. So at the end of yeah. the day, you want to review all the steps that it takes to buy. Review all the steps. Is there something that is complicated? And to you, Right. To you, it may not be complicated because, like I said, it took me a really long time for me to come to terms with the fact that online buying is hard. Because to me, it doesn't like how is it hard? I buy from Conga all the time. I buy from Jumia all the time. Is it just to go there and enter credit card details? That's the problem. But for a lot of people, it's hard. Right. And because I am not selling to myself, I'm not the one that is going to buy my own product. I have to prioritize my customers because I am selling to them. It is them that is going to tell me what processes are easy for them. So you want to do things like look at all your, look at all your processes, look at all the steps that it takes for someone to buy something from you and then simplify it right it goes a really long way and like i said i'm not joking more than 50 percent of your potential clients will drop off probably you you know you'll just be online you'll be selling stuff and selling stuff and you'll be saying to yourself nobody's buying what i'm selling nobody's buying what i'm selling perhaps they are actually taking steps to get to you but then something happens along the line it throws them off balance they are no longer interested for some reason they just feel like oh no this is too hard and all of that and then delete. Another thing that I would definitely advise when you are talking about, you know, simplification and all of that, make mm -hmm. sure that you have multiple ways that people can pay you. Don't be that person that is like, you know, it's either you pay online or you go away. I have never seen no <laughs> multiple ways oh. people to go away. It doesn't work that way. If you are running a business. Huh. You need to prioritize your customer. So what you want to make sure you do as a Nigerian business owner, selling on social media, make sure you have multiple ways that people can pay you. If, you, if they want online payment, you are there. If they want direct bank transfer, you are there. For certain you know, products, if they even want, um, what's it called now, um, pay on delivery, you should be able to provide that option, right? I don't, I know that yes, it may be risky for certain products, but if it's not that risky for you, please provide that option because a lot of people actually feel more comfortable when you provide pay on delivery because the matter of you get there, as long as you are sure your product is top notch, they see your product, the delivery guy will not live there without his money, right? So as much as possible, no, he's not going to leave without his money make, at all. Make, you know, just provide several options for people to be able to pay you, make the process as simple as possible. And then if you are beginning to notice like, okay, it's not really working, something is wrong somewhere. So rather than just complaining about it and saying it's not working for you, go back and look at the steps. If it's possible to get your friends involved and let them simulate, you know, the buying process, you know, ask them, is this hard for you? Get people you don't even know <laughs> involved and see what that looks like. I mean, I have seen situations where 
a, a, a client of mine was offering a product for free, free. <laughs> and yet people didn't take advantage of it, right? Huh. That's when we now started to notice that, okay, something was wrong. And then what we realized was that it wasn't that people weren't taking advantage of it. People were trying to complete the process because even if the product was free, you still had to place the order just to kind of get all your details and all of that. But even to place the order was a problem. And that's when we now say identifying, okay, something is wrong here. So if someone that is trying to get it for free is having issues, talk more about someone that wants to pay money if you just stress them small, Omar, they're out of there. <laughs> like wow. Oh. <laughs> so there's really no need for that. So really, I think that's my um, second top tip when it comes to growth hacking on social media. Simplify the process as much as possible. Nigerians don't have time. We don't. Mm. So simplify it as simple as it can be and then simplify it again. <laughs> that's I advice. Yeah. yeah okay that's that's nice i mean anyway i said i'm which i think you said you're a developer again i didn't say it too you said you're a developer (laughs) so let me use let me use a tech term i think uh, this reminds me of um, user-centered design where we always think about the user so for tech people is users but for businesses it's the customer so it's always about who you are making the product for who is going to use the product Hmm. Hmm. that's that's a very wonderful lesson to learn so that's three then. Okay, I'll raise you one too. Um, so, you know, it's communication at the end. You know, social media is mostly, what we do there mostly is communicate. You are sending messages through pictures, through videos, um, writing and all of that. And what we need is you need the shortest, the easiest route to getting that message across, mm-hmm. which means you have to speak their language. Absolutely. What I mean is the cultural, the cultural nuances in Nigeria. I mean, English is not a lot of our first language. I mean, it's not our first language at all. I mean, you find people speaking English and they mix it with vernacular and all of that. <laughs> they don't really, yeah. We don't even, and you only find maybe at this high level when people are doing what uh, this Patrick of their horns. Um, Vocabulary. Oh, you know, that please, senator no, that always no, uses. No, 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 no. Let's not even, let's not even do it. Let's not even do it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That man is amazing. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, he, he's actually really good. He speaks really well. Like when I, I think the first, I, people used to laugh at him and I was like, okay, let me research what this guy was saying. And I realized that those words were actually real words and he was saying something, but everyone was laughing. He wasn't communicating. The seriousness of what he was saying was lost on so many people. So wow. if we translate that now to, you know, social media, you don't want to be Patrick Obiahan on social media, basically. You don't want to be the guy that well, when he's speaking, everybody's like, ah, what is this one saying? Ah, this thing sounds nice. You don't want people to say, oh, your message is nice. You want them to understand that. So I think speaking a language people understand, making it as simple as possible, instead of saying we want to truncate, maybe you see, <laughs> we want to stop. Hey, I think that's better. We want this to end. We are you know, done. We, to... we are out. <laughs> yeah, we out. We out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that would also like you know draw people closer to social media and everything. And I don't know how has this been in your experience. Well, I li- I like something that you said when you said you don't want to be Patrick. Or I I'm amazed that you can pronounce that man's surname. Like I'm from those states, but I can't even pronounce. It. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> but that's amazing though. Anyways, yeah. So in all honesty, yes, you don't want to do that because, and especially for this country, because once you get to, I think we have all kind of taken on that identity of English is not our first language. I mean, even in school, yes. the children yes. that are always speaking big grammar are always made fun of, right? This is like everywhere, <laughs> even in the office. Like, I don't, if you watch Jennifer's diary, there was that dude that, what were they calling him again? Um, I think it was, he, he had English. I think it was like Johnny English or something like that. I can't, I can't remember exactly because it's been a while now. But yeah, like in all spheres of the Nigerian life, if you are that person that's just speaking English unnecessarily, you are always like, people can't even relate to what you're saying. Funny enough, just like you said, if they actually take the time to listen to you, they may actually understand what you're saying, but nobody will even want to take the time to listen to you. Once there is no time. From the beginning, once it seems like, oh, my, this person is speaking English, so like they're out of there. They don't even want to bother. So yes, 100%. And I love, I think one of the things, I was saying this to a client last year, and I, I was saying, I don't understand why people complain. I mean, I get it. I, it can be very difficult sometimes. It can feel really frustrating. It requires a lot of consistency. But in all honesty, social media is such a blessing when you think about it. Yeah, and it is. It is. at the comfort of your home or your office and then just put out content and people are paying you money. Like, can oh. you imagine that kind of life? <laughs> Think about ah. people in the 90s, people in the 80s. They would not even be able to comprehend what you are saying. They had to wake up At every all. day, go to work, stay for hours. Like, do you understand? Like now, even hey. if you're selling, imagine you're selling a physical product. You don't even have to open a shop. Because mm -hmm. 20 years ago, you have to be thinking about rent. Definitely have to be thinking about rent. Where do you open up your shop? How do you begin to attract people to your shop? And you are limited mm -hmm. geographically by the people that... So it's only the people in your town or if you're even big in your states that will be buying from you, right? Or mm. if you are that yeah. in your country. But now we have people in Nigeria selling physical products that are shipping to the UK, shipping to the mm. US. I mean, think about mm. it. Now. Come on, that's a blessing. And how mm, do yeah, we it is, it is. things? Simply by the language that we speak. Content is language. Content is words. When you're writing social media content, it may just seem like, oh, I just posted something. I just, you know, I just wrote the caption. Those are words. So if you understand the fact that your words are able to bring money, <laughs> real money mm. to you, you will not take it mm. so lightly, right? You would sit down yeah. and be more serious about who am I speaking to, right? what is the language that they understand and that's exactly what you were talking about i yeah. think the first step is to really understand who you are speaking to because yes yeah. a lot of people run away from big english but we still have a lot of people in our society that are attracted to those kind of brands they're attracted to brands that seem very polished very tush and then we have people that if you don't speak pigeon to them they will not you're on your own no like you have misrued i'm sorry <laughs> just turn <laughs> and come back like you're not going anywhere so you really have to understand who exactly is your audience who exactly are you speaking to and once you understand that it's really okay how do you then connect with them right what kind of language do they understand what do they want to hear from you mm. i have seen brands that use curse words mm -hmm. 
even in their marketing. Mm. Personally, I don't like it. I'm not the biggest yeah. fan of false words, but that's just me. A lot of people want you to mm. say anything you want to say, like what is no filter, just whatever comes to filter, you, yeah. Just say it like that. And they'll rather they buy vibe. from brands that are like that because they feel brands are like that. They are honest, they are speaking their minds, you know. They, they are authentic. authentic. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, just like you said, I think it's really important to understand you know stay away from unnecessary grammar this is just like basics of copywriting if one english is not supposed to be there please throw it away if you don't mm. use the in that sentence please don't use the you are just filling up space and really when it comes to social media when people are scrolling through and they click on your post and it's just like endless words my god they are just going to keep we are just going to keep scrolling. Like, I'm sorry, I will come back. Maybe I'll save the post. I'll come back to you. I'll come back. You know, when someone calls you and they say, I'll call you back, I'll call you back. And you know that they will never call you back again. It's that kind of situation. Uh, so please don't be that person that's writing stuff that people just skip or either they save it and you know that they will never come back to read it understand your audience and as much as possible you know if it's even possible i think i'm just thinking about something right now if it's even possible to speak with them right mm -hmm. if it's possible to speak with them speak with them but right? if you are selling bags ladies mm. bags and you know that okay these are this is my target audience i'm looking at maybe the bags you are selling is most suited for students female students go to campus and talk to them and hear what kind of language they use what is in you know what is trending right now what is something that would be attractive to them don't just expect that you just write your own and everybody should bend to understand i'm not going to pick up a dictionary to google the words that you just said i'm sorry that's not going to happen so if you can't speak the language I understand, I'm just going to skip and keep going. So yeah, that's that's a very good point though. <laughs> yeah, that is, okay, yeah. You said basics of copywriting. I mm -hmm. think that's a tip that is also dear to your heart. Yeah. Yes, can you expand on that? I'm okay. really interested. In copywriting, I, I think we're going to have we're not going to leave here if we keep talking about copyright. Copywriting is like, it's a major thing, right? It's like a whole it's thing. A but anyway, thing. if I want to summarize it, I'll just say copywriting is the ability to sell with your words. That's like the simplest mm. summary I can give. So just like I explained the whole um, idea of you just sitting down in the comfort of your house or office or wherever it is that you are and you're able to just scribble together a couple of letters <laughs> or a couple of put together a couple of sentences and someone in yeah. a different country will click on your pay button and would send you money that seems like magic mm. to me i'm sorry mm. <laughs> that seems like some sort of witchcraft like what did you just do here <laughs> really because it's amazing, really. But yeah, that's what copywriting is all about. So, you know, I don't want to go too technical into it because it is it can be very technical. But I think um, all that we need to understand really for the basics when it comes to copywriting, the best way to sell when it comes to social media, understand who you are speaking to and speak their language. If it's, it may even involve 
telling stories that they can relate to. There are certain stories that somebody would tell and I'd be like, what, eh? where did that happen? How did that happen? Why should I care about that? It may be boring to me, but someone else may be hear that story and it's so motivational. And you know, they are like inspired to take action. Like, yes, I'm ready to get started now. But you may tell me the story and I'll just be lost in transmission. Like, oh, how far? <laughs> so, you know, you need to really understand um, who your audience is. Then think about how best can you sell to them with your words. I gave the example of speaking to them. For me, I always, I love speaking to people. I love hearing their perspective on different matters because it helps me to sell to them better right mm, people yeah, think yes, that yes, yes. selling is about features don't tell me that your program has 20 modules or that you have workbooks or that you know one thing one thing that i don't really care about tell me what it will do for me i'll give you a very typical example video editing i used to edit my own videos and i liked it really because at that oh. point Somebody did not have any money to pay anybody. <laughs> and, you know, it just seemed like, okay, I can also learn video editing now since you're jack of all trades, you're cooking and everything. I can also learn video editing and I used to do it. But then it got to a point where it was like the selling point for me that I got from a videographer, it wasn't that he could maybe edit my videos and give me like top notch, you know, 180p quality or whatever, you know, 360 degrees and all of that, whatever it is involved. The selling point for me was that it would save me the time and energy that I would spend editing those videos, right? Mm. And that is emotional selling. Don't go online and begin to tell people about features. Nobody wants to hear features. We have heard it a million and one times. Believe me, you have competitors. They have already been singing it. It's like a song now to your customers' ears. They know what they need, but you need to be able to make them take action on that thing, right? So for him or for the videographer, my the selling point was really how long, how many hours do you sit down and be editing video? Wouldn't you rather... You know, <laughs> now you're thinking of yourself as a boss, right? The person that doesn't need to spend so many hours sitting down and editing videos. Yeah, I can, you know, I can give it to somebody else. I can, I may not even be able to afford it to, I'm telling you. <laughs> but because you've already sold me on the idea and I'm already thinking about, yes, I can't save myself all this time. I can't, it's distress, my God. See, shout mm. out to all videographers out there, like Twali for all of you. <laughs> because I know it's not easy, right? So again, yeah. where, um, I like to just, let's keep things simple. I don't want to kind of bring in all the technical jargon about copywriting and everything. But like I said, the summary of the whole matter is, Copywriting is the ability to sell with your words, the ability to make your customer or clients take action on something simply by whether it's writing or speaking, it's just words. And for me, I think just understanding who they are and how best you can speak to them in a way they will understand. I think that's really what you want or the way that you want to go when it comes to, especially Nigerians, especially Nigerians, really, because we are very, we are very special. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, the Nigerian audience is very special. Yeah, I see, I see. <laughs> so yeah, I think, uh, okay, yeah, I think that, give, give, I think you gave us a very, a very new hack, said yeah, we should sell with copywriting and storytelling. So yes, I think that would be my friend's problem. He doesn't really tell enough stories. He just advertises. 
I think that that I think that would be I think that would be it. I'm here. I'm happy he'll be. I'm happy he'll be listening to this in time. Happy. Happy Hi, to friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. I think there's something that's really important. I know. You know. We started with um. Started with um. You said Nigerians love a wolf, oh. and that got me thinking that um. We have to understand their pocket too. Mm. Yeah. We really have to understand. Okay. Because well, there are so many tax brackets. I think Nigeria is where we have two hundred million people, and. Um, they are separated into so many tax brackets. And when you are creating a product or whenever you're trying to you know, sell something, you have to know how much your customer is earning. You can't sell Birkin bag to a Nigerian student. You can't advertise that. I mean, that's more than, you know, school fees and rent and all of that. <laughs> so basically, when you understand their pockets, I think you'll be able to, you know, first, you'll be able to know how to talk to them. Because if it's somebody who doesn't have a lot of money, when you say Sapa, you have their ear because it's something that they're always using, something they joke about. Exactly. So understanding your pocket will help you be able to, you know, um, determine their character, determine where they go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Determine who them, what they, what they eat, what they talk to, what they can buy, how much disposable income they have. Mm-hmm. And then you'll now even be able to keen the kind of, the kind of awoof and freebies you can give them, you'll be able to, you know, you'll be able to feel how they feel. Because as much as, um, as much as there's a lot in life, money determines a lot. Don't you think Mm -hmm. so? How much is the income we have determines a lot. So once we can research, understand our audience pocket, know who they are. I think understanding their pocket comes in when you make a user persona. I think that's also something that is really important too. Yeah. user persona i don't i don't know i don't know in your experience is that really popular with our business people making user personas i think we just go into the market and just sell sometimes well i don't want i don't like to like i said marketing can get very technical and depending mm-hmm. on the kind of audience or you know the category of the audience i'm speaking to mm-hmm. i may not get into all of that user personas okay. may not always be necessary right it may oh you know right. honesty it may not always be necessary it's important it may okay. not always be necessary especially at the beginning you know just doing mm. your own user research to really understand them you may need to come up you know put together a user persona much later but at the beginning it may not be a necessity so i okay. wouldn't blame nigerians if they are not hopping on that <laughs> just that I, I okay i see that i see that yeah Okay, so well, well, I guess so the pocket is really important, though. I, I, just, I still, I still agree that pocket is important, Absolutely. and um, that would really help you sell. That would really help you um, arrange your pricing, you know, because pricing is also something that matters. Oh wow, there's a lot. So I sleep here if we start. So, <laughs> <laughs> we might, but please, uh, you know, you're the expert. So you have anything to add about the audience pocket? I know you have something to add. Yes, please tell us. <laughs> I need I need this guy to get the full value for his time, please. Yes. Pockets. When you say their pocket, like understanding what your audience is able to afford, right? Yes, 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 exactly what I'm talking about. That's definitely that definitely comes in when you think about, you know, understanding your audience. That definitely comes in when you think about understanding your audience. Because if you don't understand what they're able to afford, like we talked about students, and you know Mm -hmm. that your target audience is students. 
but your products are starting from like, I don't know, maybe we have some expensive students, but I imagine that the average student, if they start seeing 100,000 Naira, 200,000 Naira, you are beginning to send fear, <laughs> waves of anxiety and fear into their heart because you don't want them to pay rent. You don't want them to eat. You know, I don't know. Maybe students these days are crazy rich. I don't know. <laughs> so, but anyways, <laughs> absolutely. You want to really, you may take a chance and try out maybe a slightly expensive product just to see what the reception is like. But at the end of the day, everything boils down to your clients or customers. If you try out a price point and it's not really selling as you expected, why not do something like a sale and just be like 70% off? <laughs> that way, if they were actually interested in your product, maybe it was just like the price. That's why they couldn't buy it at that time. Now they have a very good avenue to take advantage of and, you know, proceed to go and buy it. So, yes, absolutely. Everything boils down to understanding your client or customer. What are they able to afford? And kind of find a middle ground between what they're able to afford and what you want to charge. Because really, you don't just only want to think about what are they able to afford. And people will tell you they can afford 1,000 naira. But that doesn't mean that you should sell your product or service for 1,000 naira. You may be able to find in middle grounds, you know, Ground, okay. that will be happy, like will make everybody happy so that at the end of the day, you don't undervalue your services. You don't, you know, mm. sell yourself just because you're trying to make your clients happy. And remember that mm. you always find, you know, if it's the right service at the right price, you always find that audience that can pay for that so that you don't just mm. sell yourself short because of your audience. Wow. Okay, <laughs> this this has been this has been packed. <laughs> okay, okay. I think after this, after, after this, I'll tell him to send us a message. So you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it will be it will be lovely to hear his feedback so that we can know if we actually yeah. helped him. Or if there's something yes. else that he needs some kind of help with. Yeah, yeah, there is. Okay, so um, you've heard from you've heard from us about how to hack social media. I mean, um, just to recap, I will just say the six points again. Um, we first talked about offering bonuses and giveaways. You know, adding value to your customer is always, always, always in vogue. There's a staying on top of trends. You know, just write that way. Write it for awareness. Do what you must when it's, when it's happening. Um, simplify the process as much as possible to make it simple. It's good for you. It's better for the user. And sorry for the customer. I keep saying user. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, speak the language they would understand. The simpler the language, the more they understand you, the more they can relate, and the more they can engage. Um, it should sell and the more they can take action. Yeah. And the more they can take action. Yes, it's the action. Yes, the action is actually very important. It's the most important. Yes. Then um, sell with copywriting and storytelling. You know, copywriting helps you sell. It's copywriting, copywriting helps you, helps you make them take action. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I can see why that is technical now. I can see why <laughs> you could do it now. Yes. And um, human beings always relate with stories. So storytelling is important. And then understand your audience's pockets, what you can charge, what they can afford. When you find that balance, it's a very sweet spot. 
So with these six hacks, I'm sure your social media will blow up. Try. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and another thing is just stay consistent because I see a lot of people drop out mm -hmm. after a while. I mean, I, I've, had this, I've had a small experience of dropping out of social media, but I'm, I think I'm getting back now. After mm -hmm. this, I think there's a fire in my chest now. Yeah, welcome yes. back. Yes. Come back to us. <laughs> yeah. So, um, on the, okay, on the final note, you know, social media marketing can really be very, it's, it's tricky. I mean, and coupled with the Nigerian audience, we are really special, as we've said. And uh, with right tactics, Sha, with the right strategies and with consistency and really working hard, just put your back into it and know that you've crossed Rubicon, the die is cast. Mm -hmm. I think if you do that, it will become easier to find your customers and grow online. Because the more you do it, the better you become at it. It's like a knife that's always been sharpened. It's mm -hmm. never going to cut the chef. It's going to cut the vegetable. Mm -hmm. Good. And um, another thing that is very key, the numbers. We are in um, a data, we're in a data-driven world now. Absolutely. If uh, most of, yeah, most of those social apps, they have analytics. Yes, I keep seeing Instagram analytics. Yes. Um, I don't know. I know. I know. Time is fast spent, but could you take some time to tell us about analytics, Dalia? Like <laughs> the importance analytics. of analytics, or what kind of yes. analytics are you looking at? No, the like we should be talking. Like just let's 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 tell them about analytics because I see a lot of people worry only about likes. But then when you go to the your Instagram settings, there's just the numbers are always they always make me happy. Yeah, definitely. Actually, yeah. We don't as much as you know, you want to just keep going, going, going. I feel like a lot of us are just in that state of putting stuff out there, creating content, doing, doing, doing. We don't really take the time to kind of reflect. Analytics is kind of like reflection. You know, what are the numbers saying right now? Because sometimes what I see that happens is content that you didn't even think performed so well you go back and you see that so many people like the engagement rate was so high or you know it performed really really well so definitely you don't want to be i think we should have like an entire podcast talking about numbers that would be really interesting yes that, that would be really interesting what kind of numbers that people should be looking out for in social media marketing right so yes mm, you yes. want to you don't want to just be in a constant state of putting stuff out there there is such a thing as repurposing content and it still works mm -hmm. wonders even in today's day and age. So you want to take some time out, even if it's like once a month, if you have the time once a week to look at what your numbers, especially for social media, are telling you. I know it can seem like it's a lot of work. You don't even need like 30 minutes is fine. Like really 30 minutes is fine. Just put wow. in the effort and get consistent with looking at your numbers because yes. you just get into a whole rot of putting stuff out, putting stuff out, putting stuff out. You're not even sure of what is working. You're not even sure if you're going on the right track. And before you know, you're already exhausted and you're thinking to yourself, this isn't working. I don't want to do it. Simply because you missed out on the opportunity to look at your numbers and really identify what kind of content do people like, right? Do they want to see photos? Do they want to see graphics? Do they want to see a meme mm. or like a GIF, you know, something like that? So definitely you want to look at the numbers. Yes, yes. So, yes. Yeah. Aha. So, what the numbers are saying, as we've said. So, 
Well, and once you look at those numbers, as, um, as we mentioned, you know what works really well, and then you can repeat it or you can improve upon it. Yeah. So as you head on into social media marketing for 2022, which is very important. I mean, it's, it's, you, should, you should be doing that. If you don't have social media for your business, we advise you to start. As you head on into 2022, take this to heart. And if you would like to uncover trends, predictions about what's coming in 2022, you want to know how to grow your social media, you want to take, you want to become better at it, and you want to improve your presence and your audience engagement in social media marketing, download our free guide on the top social media trends and predictions for 2022. It's right here at the link. Just click the link in the description and download the guide. It's free. Don't worry. Yes, and you see row one. <laughs> You see, row one, we are doing it already. We understand. We understood the assignment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, anyway, you know, thank you, Dalia, for you know letting me host. I hope I hope I did well. Yes. You did, did amazingly well. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> I really, really appreciate it. So, um, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll be waiting for you in the next episode. Should you have any questions, any feedback, anything to say, anything to add, there's a comment box side there. Just leave. Speak as long as you want. We're here for you. We are always listening and always here. Thank you very much. Thank so, you. Everyone. Bye from me. Yeah. Bye. bye from